previously on the A Question Show. I, I think it's like asking a question. How do you know that you married the right person? How, how do you know that the one that you're in love with is the one you're in love with? When I love someone, it's uh, not only is beauty in the eyes of the beholder, but so is Welcome back to the A Question Show. Again, we have our most revered friend here, Monsignor Esif. Now, Monsignor, uh, from a personal standpoint, I'm very curious about your answer to this. Um, and the question is, is your faith rewarded? And what are the rewards for being a person of faith? The reason why I selected this question, or I want you to answer this question, at least from my personal knowledge, is because if I'm, if I'm looking at the context of what the, what the African-Americans have gone through in this particular country, and if you go back to slaves up until this point now, you know, we were introduced to the Bible and, it's, and we were always praying about things would get better, things would get better, things would get better. And from slavery until today, it seems, at least from a slave standpoint, it seems like it has gotten better from that standpoint. But it still seems like we're behind. So as a person of faith and church being so a anchor in the African-American community, when will being a person of faith pay off for that particular co community? I believe that. The modern Jew is the black man. I believe that the selection of God was, as we dig back into the history of the church, that he chose the slave out of all of mankind because mankind had suffered mostly through slavery. And I believe that the deepest wound that takes place and the furthest mankind wants to push his brother and to alienate him and to get him away is to push him into slavery. That is, I want you to be totally under my command. Mm. And so if there's anything like possession, it's that I would possess another human being. Mm. There's nothing closer than a man having to be a slave to another man. Mm. And mankind 
has gone through that. We have gone through that period of God seeing that that's the way they were treated. That is, the Jews were treated in Egypt. And the groaning and the suffering of the Jews is what God responded to. And uh, there's a, a, an Englishman who wrote these lines. How odd of God to choose the Jews. How odd of God. But when he looked at mankind, <clears throat> he looked into the depth of the suffering of the world. And when he looked into the suffering of the world at the time, at the, in, in the history of time, he saw that this little part of the world where the suffering of this family. And this family came from Abraham. I happened to be uh, in the desert when I was in Lebanon. And when I went to Lebanon, they were doing excavations. And I went, went on a bus tour across the uh, my, part of my territory was Iraq, uh, Iran, uh, Egypt, uh, Palestine, uh, Lebanon, mm -hmm. and Syria. So I'm going across and and I, I see this big hole in the ground. And I, I look at it, and it had been abandoned during the war. And there were steps leading down. And when I looked and I went, where was it? But it was Ur of the Chaldees. Coming up from that hole, was my ancestor, Abraham. And he comes up <clears throat> from that hole in the ground. I thought, isn't this interesting? Here I am seeing where Abraham came from. He comes up out of the desert and God calls him. Hey, here he is, 90 years old. And I, I like it because I'm now 90. <laughs> he says, John, I want you to go and leave your country. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I want you to go, and I'm going to give you a new land and make of you a new people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he and his wife obey. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Faith. That's what he had. Abraham had faith. They traveled to uh, through the whole region, and they always he he continued the faith. And it wasn't so much that he had faith; his wife had faith, and 
they said, next year, you're going to have a baby. And sure enough, they had a baby at 90. And they had a baby, and they named him Isaac. And he was the one who was going to carry on the tradition. And after he was 12 years old, he said, kill him. And he, he was going to do that. And if you look at the 22nd chapter of, of uh, Genesis. I remember you see, that. He would, have, he would have offered him without hesitation. And God held his hand and he had a... Um, like a uh, ram, like a, a sheep lamb. or something in, yeah. in the bushes here. Yeah. And the, thank God that he didn't. And so this Isaac then has Jacob, and Jacob has 12 sons. And they go into slavery in Egypt. That's where they were led. And the brother Joseph was sold into slavery into Egypt, and the whole family, eventually through the famine, is sold out and goes to Egypt. And they remain in Egypt over 400 years. And when they come back out, they are freed by God. God, what's the history of the black man in the United States? 200 years of horrible history. <clears throat> I have a sense that they are going to save us, like the Jews who came out of slavery and eventually saved mankind. I have a belief that the calling is for them to rise and to, to see what their destiny is. Mm. All of us were meant to be loved by God and eventually they will forgive us our sins, just so, as Jesus did. It's almost like a matter of patience. It's a matter of remaining patient, it sounds like. That just like Abraham and, I mean, the 12 tribes that were in Egypt. But they they were, they had to grasp the significance of their role. I see. And that's why I said, I believe that when they begin to see who they are, it took them a long time to see who they were. And in fact, many of them never saw it. God mm. loves God loves the underdog. But even if just one season, even if one, just one season. Chad, would you sum it up, Chris? Is your faith rewarded? It is. You just have to be patient. Um, it seems like everybody has to be... Pa patience is not just something that could be given the black man. We all have to have in something of Jesus in us to recognize <coughs> who the black man is. Hmm. For us to be realized, for us to realize who he is. <clears throat> you see the love that is there and the capacity for it? In terms of the, the message you just, 
You mean, and in, in, in what, in, from what standpoint? I love like Jesus loves. I don't love like the Jew did. I love like Jesus did because he's the savior, not Abraham. He's the father of the faith. But the true savior is Jesus. He's the one who conquered sin and Satan and death. And that's who you are. Mm. Yes. I understand. That's powerful. So is your faith rewarded? Absolutely. Well, God did say that you had to have the faith of a mustard seed and he'll take care of the rest. And your faith is rewarded. You just have to be patient. Mm -hmm. And, and for the and for those listeners who, do you do you see the the salvation that can come through the black man, so that the rest of us can see who we are? I won't know who I am unless he shows me. And who is he? He's Jesus, and he's going to show me. That's who I am. So we don't just carry these crosses on our necks. We are him and he radiates through us and with us and in us so that we all can become the, the, the Muslim, the Hindu, and whoever that might be that's out there. All of us have to become one with Christ Absolutely. through him and in him. 100%. So questionnaires, join us for our next question, our last question, where we take it home with Monsignor Esif. That question is, what is the future of mankind's relationship with God? We'll see you next time. On the next episode of the A Question Show. I believe we have many people of faith that are with us and that are true believers. They believe and they're going to continue in their faith. But if you are a genuine believer, then you believe in the love that God has for us. Because faith requires that we have this love.